everybody, my name is Toby Mifsud from No One Can Hear You Scream and I'm joined by... Ryan from No One Can Hear You Scream. Great. Now today we're doing a bit of a doozy. Um, we're, we're, I've got a bunch of mixed feelings about this movie and I think so does Ryan. Yeah. Um, uh, today, if it's in a word or it's in a look, you can't get rid of the Babadook. We're covering the Babadook from 2014, directed by uh, Jennifer Kent, starring Essie Davis and Noah Wiseman. So, we'll get straight into it. Uh, budget estimation, Ryan. Um, well, the thing is, when looking, like, watching the film, it didn't look like they used a loss, but, like, probably the only kind of CGI kind of thing they used was the bubble duck, like, you know, crawling on the ceiling and yep. all that. Um, makeup, yeah. Uh, and also, like, even just looking at the bubble duck, it didn't look like much, so I'm making, like, a... Three or four or two even million dollars. So what's your final answer? Three million. Lower. Two million. You got it. You oh, got it. That's okay. the first time you've guessed it right on this show. Okay. <laughs> so now, uh, box office. I did read that it wasn't quite good in Australia, actually. Mm. But it was it was like in the native kind of yeah. But um, it did get better and pe- lots of people watched it. And um, I've got a fact as well of who else has watched it and quite liked it. Now I'll so do I. Later. I think we got the same yeah. fact on that, but <laughs> and, yeah. Um, but um, I think it would have made it at least over at least two hundred million. Um, lower. Lower. Mm-hmm. Ooh, damn. Pretty sad. Yeah. Uh, hundred million. Oh, much lower. Oh no. Still. Mm-hmm. No. Um, fifty. 10 million 10.3 million dollars so it still made 8 million um but the fact is as you said it wasn't quite popular in australia but in other parts of the world it was very very popular in america i I know that um but yeah it didn't actually do well in its home country which is Mm. unfortunate because we made the movie i just think we have a reputation of making some pretty shitty movies and um so people wouldn't wouldn't have maybe thought that about this because horror movies a lot of the 90 percent of the time they are pretty bad so mm. they were probably thinking australian movie horror movie probably not the best thing so that's that's probably my explanation of it anyway let's get straight into the recap so the movie opens on the mother amelia having a nightmare about the car accident that killed her husband six years before the movie takes place we discover that the crash happened while driving to the hospital to give birth to her son sam and we see throughout the movie that Amelia is emotionally, emotionally abusive towards him by neglecting him because she's so sad all the time. Sam has frequent nightmares and, and is obsessed with monsters, making weapons, weapons to defend her mother. His mother, sorry. Sam takes a book off the shelf for his mother to read called Mr. Babadook. The book is extremely disturbing and Amelia shuts it early, but it's too late. And Sam begins acting very erratic. He fixates on the idea that the Babadook is real and will, will come and kill his mother and while, and while being babysat by his auntie, he scares his cousin by spouting off about it. When the door of the basement is opened by Sam for the first time in years, we discover that all of Amelia's husband's belongings are down there and she's forced to deal with her repressed grief for the first time, which sends her on a downward spiral. We see Amelia noticing strange occurrences throughout the house like shadows and crackling lights, which leads her to destroying the book. At Sam's cousin's birthday, Sam is bullied by her and pushes her out of a tree, uh, breaking her nose, and on the way home, Sam starts convulsing as he sees an unseen entity. He is treated and put on sleep medication, and they finally get some sleep, 
But one night, Amelia finds the book that she tore on the door on the doorstep. This time, showing several images of of her killing Sam and her dog. She burns it and gets a phone call with a deadline and a croaky voice saying the word Babadook. She heads to the police station after believing she is being stalked, but they say there aren't there isn't anything that they can do, and so she returns home. We see Amelia losing her mind, seeing cockroaches in the wall, and the Babadook eventually possesses her and she begins verbally abusing Sam and scaring him. The rest of the movie is a downward spiral showing multiple instances of her completely going crazy. She kills her dog. Sam eventually subdues his mum and ties her up and explains that the Babadook isn't letting her love him. It seems that she's letting go by spitting black tar on the ground and telling the Babadook to leave. And the movie ends showing a very strange scene of them basically keeping it as a pet. And they are digging up worms from the garden and feeding it to him in the basement. So, And all of a sudden, her son turns into a bloody magician. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll go from there. Ryan, I've been talking for a while. Uh, do you want to take the reins? What do you think of this movie? Well, I just want to say, I just want to look into more of the scenes I've got in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. First of all, Sam is a complete pain in the ass. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I would, I, I would never want a son like him. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so funny. So annoying. <laughs> um, well, also, if, like, if finding the book, right, like, mm-hmm. you wouldn't know where you got it. Like, even um, the mum, she found the book and the son read her, and she's like, oh, what's this? But, like, if, like, if I was reading that to, if I had a son, and seeing, or, uh, if she screamed, die, this, and I'm like... Yeah, that's enough reading for today. Yeah, which is what she did. <laughs> yeah. She put it down, but, but by then it was a, a little bit too late. And um, Yeah, it was a bit too late. She kept reading through it, and it was a bit just, I don't know, the book was just kind of just funny to me. Mm. <laughs> How, like, you just, it just comes out of nowhere, and it's just like, okay, this book is from a demon or something. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Um... Yeah, you know, in some of the scenes as well, um, the kid, like, uh, you know, where she thinks her kid's, like, of course, something's wrong with him, because she doesn't, I mean, like, to be honest, it's kind of fair, like, your kid's doing some stupid stuff, and you can't see it, Mm -hmm. and, like, it's looking, like, there was a scene where Sam was in the car, and the mum looked back, and they were screaming at each other, and... He all of a sudden looked to his like left and just started looking at something. Started looking at something, yeah. And stop, and she looks back and at at this empty seat next to him, and she's like, "What the hell are you looking at?" I do want to actually mention something about that scene. Uh, The actor who played Sam, Noah Wiseman, I uh, I don't, I I really, I I don't know how a six-year-old actor can do Uh, some of the stuff that he did. Like oh, yeah. what, you were ta- as you as you said, you were talking about that scene where he looks over and there's nothing next to him, but he's mm-hmm. like yelling at it. Mm-hmm. That was so convincing, just the way yeah. that he looked at yeah, it, definitely, yeah. and started going, "Get out, leave," and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It was oh, he was a fantastic there, actor. There was also um, they found out um, when they were doing um, finding the right kid to play the role of mm-hmm. Sam, they actually chose him because of his innocence. Yeah. I read that, and I was like, yeah, I'm just kind of fit. And also, like, in scenes, you know, like, some of the, like, killing scenes and 
and just like all the intense scenes of like things that kids shouldn't say. Yeah. Sa- um, Sam, the Noah, I think it was. His yeah, name. Noah Wiseman. He actually had to leave the whole set. Yes, I, I've got that. Can't, because, yeah, because they can't like let him see or because yeah, he's nearly like six year old. Mm. So I mean, it's understandable. And this so, yeah. this is actually funny that you mentioned this now, because um, so when uh, he was when he was when that when that was happening and like when he was with the intense scenes when they needed to get his reactions for stuff like that, mm. the director would tell him, "I'm gonna take your Legos and throw them in the river," and that's how they got the. The reactions where he was like, no, and oh, wow. stuff like that. Uh, like, that, that was really funny to me. Um, wow. <laughs> so they were just telling him normal stuff, like, yeah. how, like, like the, the kids would hate. And that's how he got the reactions. And I, and I don't know how he fucking did it, but he was so convincing. It was, it was oh, so good. Mm. Go on. Um, the scene where Sam is in the treehouse with the girl. Yeah. <laughs> I had I mean, tears. I, I I'm not gonna lie. I had tears in that scene. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of I, like you wouldn't think like a six year old girl would say yeah, stuff like that. What a little shit! Like, I, like, I, when, I would, she, when, she, when Sam pushed her off, the, I, I would have punted her out too. Yeah, I, would've, I, would've, I, would've, I was just saying the same thing because I was like, she deserved that. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, she. Oh. And then, and then he goes like, oh, it was like, she started saying mean stuff. And then they're like, no, you shouldn't have done that. I was like, man, I would have done the same thing. Exactly. Punt <laughs> that little kid to Venus. That's, that's, that's what I oh would have Like, just saying, if you guys think that we're being, like, immature about this, watch the film. Watch you'll the un- movie. You'll understand why. It's yeah. a little, <laughs> sh- little shit kid. I, yeah. I was so angry at her. No, it just was, the stuff that she was saying. Like, I was like, you, no, you have Sam. no dad. You have no dad. Imagine not having a dad. I don't know. <laughs> Imagine. 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 <laughs> Uh, and like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, he, I think he knows. <laughs> I think he knows. Wow. Uh, All right, go on. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, when when she chucked the book out and ripped up the book, like you, you had to have known it was coming back somehow. Yeah. <laughs> like it was like no way it was just going like, just just disappear. Mm. Like you knew it was gonna come back. Even like just burning it, like yeah, it's burned. But like <laughs> you knew it was gonna come back. Yeah. It's just like it's not that kind of like typical okay I put that up it's gone that's it it's a horror film you know it's gonna come back so yeah and yeah that was pretty Uh, also actually and later that night as well when she she found the book at the doorstep later that night where the door creaks open like when she lets the dogs in the dog in and then yeah she's thinks it's all and that that was like one of the like (laughs) kind of creepy the most yeah yeah where you want to keep your feet under the blanket yeah like and Mm. where the door creaks open you see something brush past into the shadow and you're like oh (laughs) okay better get my feet under the blanket and then all you see is just the figure and and then she gets under the blanket and then you and I was like oh great Mm. and then she opens the blanket slowly and then (laughs) 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 just falls I was like oh okay the the one thing that I I absolutely love about this movie is the way that the monster moves it's so Mm. jarring it's so creepy and just like like a cockroach yeah and what like that scene that you're talking about where it moves across the ceiling like an image that's burnt in my mind is when it comes down 
and it like spreads its arms and kind of turning and like going straight into her mouth. Mm. But um, yeah, that. But also, like I forgot the scene also before that scene where um, she actually we actually saw the Babadook for the first time, which yeah. was in the old lady's in house. In the old lady's house, yeah. Like she looked over there, and she was like smiling, looked down at the dishes, looked back up, and that actually frightened me for a sec. Yeah. Uh, like. Like, you know what was about to happen, but, like, you still get, he's like, st- jumpy feeling. Still and just, like, yeah. He's just there staring at you. You're just like, mm. oh, hello. You don't... Yeah. Uh, another thing with this is that this is a movie that doesn't need jump scares to scare you, which, uh, which I loved because usually horror movies nowadays will rely on those tactics to get a scare mm. out of you. It's bullshit. I, I, hate, I hate movies that overuse it, but The Babadook... It didn't at all. There was not. Re- there wasn't actually many jump scares. It was just the the intense feeling of dread. It's a lot like Hereditary, which I really want to do very soon, because um, that's that's my favorite horror movie of all time. Um, but the Babadook is so much similar to that in the fact that it, it makes you uncomfortable, and mm. I and I I love that. So yeah. Um, <laughs> there was a funny scene where. Um uh, Sam is hungry. Ah, uh, yeah. And she, and because how because I mean it's kind of understandable. She gets because she's trying to sleep. She hasn't slept in weeks and all, and like properly. And he just keeps interrupting, coming in, and then he goes like, "Mom, I'm hungry." He's like, "If you're hungry, eat it's shit." Eat shit. <laughs> yeah, I was that, like, oh, okay. That, that okay. You you found that funny. I was. Oof. As soon as she said that, I was like, oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know. I found that funny, though, but I was like. <laughs> yeah, it was. Because that, that was the night after she got possessed as well. Yeah. And she was um she was acting very erratic yeah. and bit 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 insane in the membrane, if you ask me. But, yes. Go on. And then also later that night, uh, I think it was the next night or later that night, where she like she just looked really tired and all. Mm-hmm. And then she looks to her left and while watching the TV and Sam just looked dead. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> was this, is he actually dead? And then she like wakes up and he's like, mm. and all of a sudden he's scared with the dog right next to him. She's standing up with a knife in her hand. Oh, yeah. And she and she's like, what the hell just happened? Mm. And she, she's like, she's just so confused about what just happened. She's like so tired, and she's being basically taking control of, over the um, Babadook and yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my god! Ah oh, yeah, here we go. Are you okay? Just messed up some words. What she, what watching the nude and saying herself. <laughs> what? These these notes. <laughs> I'm just gonna skip that one because I don't know what I said. Okay. Yeah, also, um, well, later into the scene, uh, where Sam gets up and basically just sleepwalks next into the basement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everything's fine, Ash. And, and then the mom tries to get Sam, and then after chase, also her chasing Sam, mm-hmm. like, her voice changing. Yeah. And then the screams, and... She, and she gets like stronger, like Yo, she was, she, oh <laughs> when she God. gets on the door frame yeah, yeah, and, and starts kicking it down. It kind of reminds me, of, like you know, Hereditary. Yeah. If if you haven't seen it, you'll understand. Like uh, when the mum is trying to get the son, mm. kind of like that scene, basically, where the mum is chasing the son, and she's just 
banging her head, falling on the ceiling and all that. Yeah. And yeah, it's just kind of weird. And then also when she gets into the bedroom, mm. where she like she screams and like you can hear like the voice. It's not hers. It's more like a demonic kind of thing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she starts floating towards him. Mm. Like not. It doesn't look like she's walking. She's just very, like basically just hovering. Very creepy. The yeah. And basically, it kind of reminds me like um kind of you know like the nun or oh yeah. Yeah, like that kind of thing, and yeah, and then also um, when she gets back to the kitchen, I guess when Sat, when she's kind of coming back, I guess, and then Sam, I mean, it's kind of understandable where Sam doesn't still doesn't trust his mom because oh, yeah. he's still like doesn't really feel like her because she's screaming, she's not like herself, and yeah, all of a sudden you just see. Sam get a knife and stab her in the stab leg. Stab her in the leg, yeah. All of a sudden, and then he starts running, and he goes like, "Sorry, mum." <laughs> Sorry, mum. <laughs> yeah, I remember. And, and, and she's like, and then all of a sudden she comes back and starts screaming, and yeah. oh, it was just. And then, um, also at the start of the film, where uh, Sam has also made some uh, kind of weapons, like. A crossbow, his own crossbow. He's a creative kid. Yeah, he is. Like, yeah, like he's made like weapons that I don't know how to make, <laughs> and he's made like um a backpack kind of uh what do you cannonball? I guess. Like a catapult. Catapult, yeah. yeah. And he started using those weapons against his mom mm. because it like mom's obviously she's, to, she is the monster. Yeah, at that point. Yeah, at that point she's basically she'll do anything. I mean, she's already killed the dog. Yeah. So yeah, and she'll basically. Kill Sam next, like it's like he did in the book. Mm. So, yeah, and then, um, then all of a sudden she gets like I guess knocked out by Sam, and then all of a sudden she's tied up and she's screaming and like what's like really sweet about Sam is like it's like cute but also sad is that when um Sam goes I know you don't I know you don't love me mum, but I still love you mm. and I. And I always will. And I was like, "Aw, man." This is yeah. That that whole scene where he was talking to her in the um, in the basement. It was very very bittersweet. It was it um, oh, I loved that scene so much because he conveyed so much emotion. And he was saying, and I and this is a great segue to go into my overall point of the movie. Mm. So he says, uh, "I love you, mum, and I know you don't love me." Because the Babadook won't let you, right? Now, uh, to get into this, um, this is going to be... I think we're going to be talking about this for a long time. um, Because the Babadook is not a monster. I explained this to you before you watched the movie. Because I've seen it a couple times. Ryan only saw it for the podcast. Um, Now, the Babadook represents grief which is a very hard thing to convey in in movies and tv and grief is just a very hard thing to deal with in real life losing a loved one is someone that something that every everyone goes through and this that to me is what the movie's about so when sam said uh i know you don't love me because the babadook won't let you it's representing how she's so strung up on her grief over the dead husband and that's that's why i think because as i said earlier in my recap um she 
oh, what was I going to say? She she neglects Sam a lot, and she she doesn't show him very much love because she's so sad all the time. And to to her, Sam is connected to the thing that killed her husband because she was in the car and she was pregnant with him on the way to the hospital when he died. So there's a lot of parallels to grief, and especially when because the movies the movies all well and good, right? Like it's she has locked her grief away for years and not dealt with it and just thrown it out. But when Sam opens the the basement and he goes down there and she's telling him to get to leave, that is what the tipping point was because for the first time since he died, she was forced to look at all of his belongings. And it was brought out into the open. And that is around the same time that the Babadook, like the book, came back, right? Um, So it really resonates with me as a movie about grief, not some supernatural monster. Now, the end. You were talking about wanting to know what that meant. So if you relate the the Babadook to grief, what you can use the, the ending for is the fact that, and I've got I've got it written down here, and I put it perfectly before. Um, give me a second. Grief never really leaves. We just learn to live with it. Am I right? That's what that represents. Because the Babadook hasn't hasn't gone, but they've made peace and they've kept it. And because because it's a it's a constant reminder. Obviously, like for for example, if if you've lost a loved one before, you'd know. You always, you've always lost them. It, you can learn to, you, you, you'll be sad for a long time after they pass away. But after that, you're still, they're still constantly in the back of your mind. You're, all, you're always thinking about them. It never leaves, but you can learn to live with it, which is, which is what, the, what the ending meant to me. Um, so, yeah, I, I just put two and two together there. There was a couple other scenes um, where it would show that, uh, for example, if you give me a second, um, yeah, the harder I, I put another quote down. The harder you press the grief, the harder it gets to deal with. So, as as you can see, um, like say if say if Amelia were like the car crash happened and she dealt with it straight away, I don't think the whole Babadook movie would have happened really in a sense because. It, the more she kept it, it in her, the harder it was going to get eventually to get over it because she just forgot about it and swept it under the rug and, and left it aside. So that's why the Babadook manifested itself and was kind of and kind of the representation of how hard it had gotten for her to, to live with. So, yeah, that was my TED Talk. <laughs> You're, you're pretty silent. What's wrong? Uh, I'm just... Yeah, I didn't really quite get the hand scene, but now that I understand what you're saying, but... Um, yeah, to me, it was just like... Like, because all of a sudden, because, um... When she said, leave my house and all that at the end... Yep. And he just drops, like, a puppet or, like, a statue and all. I loved that scene. And, and all of a sudden, she wants to go check it, and then all of a sudden, it pops up by, like... like blinds or something mm. then it goes running down the basement running downstairs to the basement I don't know if you made this connection but you know how the basement is the representation of the the dad because mm. all his stuff's down there she kind of swept all that stuff down there that's why it goes back there and nowhere else mm. because the Babadook really is the dad 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, continue. Yeah, um, yeah, and all of a sudden, uh, goes downstairs, and then, oh, what? I thought I was really confused. He just went downstairs, mm. and then, thanks to Wayne, they're all happy? And I'm, I It wasn't the next morning. I think it was, like, a couple of days later. Yeah, it was a couple of days or something, and, like, yeah, and it was just happy. I was like, so, they're just not going to deal with it. But when it comes there, okay, mm. that's, that's fair. <laughs> And then, um, they go and find worms and all that, and they feed it, and they go, like, oh, they're keeping it as a pet. Okay, yeah. that's cool. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and maybe, I mean, maybe Sam can use it as a bully thing. To, to kill his bullies. <laughs> Come on, Babadook, go fucking deal with them, please. Yeah, um, but yeah, I was in front of the weird, and then all of a sudden, the sun just turns into a magician. <laughs> mm. At the end of the story, yeah. I mean, he's, I mean, gotta admit, this something can be a pain in the but he's gonna be like a magician guy. Like, I mean, he can do magician. He can do magician. He can do. You know, I was gonna say, um, he can do a lot of creative stuff. Like, he has a great mind, and then he can be a magician. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's not the part, that's, that's not the point of the movie. But that's funny. Part of the movie. <laughs> um, yeah, that's but, that's, that's funny. Okay, so, uh, if, hang, give me a second, I want to see if I have any more notes. Um, okay, so, one thing that I love about the movie as well is the movie starts by making you think that something's wrong with Sam, but you quickly discover that it's not actually Sam with the problem, it's the mum. So, I, I, that was really interesting to me, because the way they manipulated your view on it. Um, there was another scene that I want to talk about. The director, oh my gosh, she's amazing. Um, there was a scene at, I think it was the... Oh, hello, okay, Google. <laughs> okay, we'll just ignore that. Um, at uh, the cousin's birthday, all the girls are wearing pink, all the boys are wearing blue, and then when um, the mum is at the table with all the other mums talking, they were all wearing black, and she was wearing pink with a black coat. Showing that, like, her innocence or that she's hiding something away. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, an underneath all this grief. Uh, or she, which I think... Oh, actually, I think it's the grief that she is hiding away, but you can you can interpret that whatever way you, you feel fit. Um, and the one more thing that I wanted to talk about with the movie was the cinematography. It was... Whew, there were a couple shots and camera angles and stuff in there that I was like, whoa, that was, that was awesome. Like, there was the scene where... It did a time lapse of her under the sheets. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Like uh, she was she was sleeping, and then it did, it like kind of did like a very sporadic uh, time lapse in like a few seconds with her going through the night. That was really cool shot. The actress would have had to be in there for a couple hours just laying there to get that shot, which is pretty cool dedication. Um, and yeah, just some of the camera work in the movie was fantastic. Like even the scenes where she was watching the TV, just thinking about it now, like um, like I've got I've got not not much of this in my notes, but um, yeah, no, just some of the shots were just brilliant, and excellent, excellent, excellently executed. Um, so yeah, do we want to get onto the trivia portion, the facts? Yeah, the facts. Um, well, one of the facts is that the film The Babadook actually scared. The director of The Exorcist. Mm. So yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, I found this interesting. He His said, name um, was William Friedkin or yeah. Friedkin. He said the Babadook was one of the best 
and the scariest horror films he'd ever seen, mm. especially like the emotional aspect of the film. He says it's not only the, end, the implicity of filmmaking and the excellence of the acting, not only by the two leads, but it's the way the film works slowly but inevitably on your emotions. Yes. I completely agree with that. Mm. As I said, my favorite horror movie is Hereditary, and that's exactly what that movie does. Mm. And um, so, yeah, I think The Babadook really... Or Hereditary took a lot of inspiration from The Babadook, I think, in the way that it wanted to be a slow burn. And as he said, it works on your emotions, not necessarily to scare you, which is is great. It's just making you feel uncomfortable. Uh, So, yeah, we were talking before about... um, the uh, director not wanting the kid to be scared but I've got a few quotes here so director Jennifer Kent was extremely sensitive about introducing the themes of the film to the child actor uh, Noah during the three weeks of pre-production she carefully gave him a child-friendly version of what the story was about and Wiseman's mother was always on set when they were filming Uh, Wiseman himself was never actually present like during any of the scenes with Essie Davis, which is the the, the lead actress, um, when she abuses her son, he was never present. Um, and Davis instead delivered the lines to an adult actor who stood on his knees. Um, so Kent is quoted as quoted as saying, "I didn't want to destroy a childhood to make this film," which is perfect. I, I think that's the way the film should be made. Um, and as I said before, to get the reaction shots of Wiseman looking terrified, Davies said things like, I'm going to take your Legos and throw them into the river. <laughs> so, yeah. You going to go? Um, sure, so I'll say that I will last to get your reaction. Okay. I don't know if you know about that. Um, well, uh, Ken, so what's the director of, um, well, the director of Babadook says she... Uh, yeah, I think yeah, she's never going, going to make a Babadook sequel yeah. because there's no point. The, the, yeah, the point the, yeah. the point of the movie was done in the first yeah, one. And she and she's keeping her word. word she's not, not gonna make one sequel, yeah. no matter how, how much, much money. money she gets, yeah, yeah. And uh, she's just yeah. Nothing. I read that. Uh, and this is a different horror movie in the fact that not a single person died in it, which is, which is really. Like, let that sink in. Well, the dog. The dog. I mean, the dog, but... (laughs) Person? No. No one died in it. And it was... So it was very different because literally... What's wrong with them? Oh, the the dad didn't really... Okay, I'll I'll shut the fuck up then. All right, go on. Go on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Um, Arsehole. This one. This one. This one. Just take it away from my bloody... All right, yeah, go on. (laughs) No, you no, you still talk about it. No, 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 no. <laughs> just go on, just fucking talk. Um, this one might, I don't know if you read this or it might surprise you. The Babadook is actually a gay icon. I heard about that and I remember when it actually happened and I know why too. It's, because it's, Netflix accidentally yeah. put it in the LGBT well, section. It started at the end of 2016 when a Tumblr user started a joke, a jokey thread about how he thought the Babadook was gay. It started picking up steam within a few weeks. Ian, the Tumblr user, told New York Magazine because individuals who I presume are heterosexual kind of freaked out over the assertion that a horror movie villain would identify as queer 
which I think was the actual humor of the post, as opposed to just the outright statement that the Babadook is gay. In June, the Babadook became a symbol for gay pride month. Images of the character appeared everywhere at this year's gay pride in Los Angeles. What the fuck? That's what they say. Because um, yeah, there was another thing where Netflix accidentally put the movie yeah, no, yeah. in they, the LGBT, yeah, it, yeah. which is so stupid. But it's not, yeah, it's not as a joke. And then people just... Took it out yeah, of proportion. Just, wow. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know it was that extent. I knew yeah, that it, I knew it, that it was, was a joke. Dark. I didn't know. I, I looked into it and I was like, okay, these people are actually think that the bug looks gay. Wow. Okay. Um, but it's a sign of grief, not gay. Yes. It's like... <laughs> sign of grief, not gay. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just saying. But like... Yeah, okay, do you, do you, do you think it's like... A little funny tidbit actually Is uh, the book You can actually buy it Like yeah, you can order it Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's only like 10,000 copies or something But there's, uh, there's bound to be people That are selling it on eBay And shit like that yeah. But um, Yeah no that's That's pretty cool I'd get that Honestly you just make it yourself Oh uh, you could But it'd be a bit hard just, Yeah no but like, It's not really You're just gonna cover Then a folder Put it in like Kind of uh, Like sheets Red sheet And And then do Kid Looks like you've got your Christmas present sorted out for me then. I want, I want one of them. Uh, all right. Um, I don't got one more fact. Uh, and then you can go on with you, the rest of yours. Uh, so, oh, okay. So the movie was actually originally made in 2005. And it was um, it was a short film. And it was 10 minutes and it's available on YouTube. I think that the monster in that, I, I watched it last night. The monster in that is a lot creepier. It's, it, I want you to watch that tonight too. But um, it was made in 2005, but it looked like a, a movie that was made in the 60s. Like it's very, it was black and white and it was, um, it was, yeah. And that was actually the first film that the director made, but she was never done with it. Like she kept coming back to it thinking, this is incomplete. I need to make this a fully fleshed out story and make this good. Because again, it was just a 10 minute short film. And it was, it's, and it, it had the, um, the the mother plus the kid as well so it was it, you you look at it and you draw a lot of similarities between uh, the movie's called hang on, let me uh, what was it what was it called it was called it was called something it wasn't called the Babadook though uh, I I don't have it in my it notes was called, it was called Monster Monster that's the one how did you know that uh, I read the fact <laughs> okay well anyway um yeah two thousand five so it, it took nine years for them to get the get it actually kicked off um, which is really interesting. Um, but yeah, so, all right. Do you want to get onto the ratings? Yeah. Let's see. Actually, no. We didn't talk about our favorite scenes. Yeah. So, what's your favorite scene? When the girl got pushed out of the tree. Wow. Okay. I bet in your notes it says "make joke about girl getting pushed." Is that seriously your favorite scene? Well, no. Just like um, one where. Uh, the door opens and Babadook and all that uh, mm. where she finds uh, the Babadook and it's just creeping all around and it's just creepy my favourite scene was the as I said before the last scene in the basement when um, Sam was screaming at his mother saying you don't love me uh, but I but I do his, uh, it conveyed a lot of emotion mm-hmm. and um, I, I actually watched this with my mum who hates horror movies like she absolutely despises them but the way I marketed this to her, I was like, this is a movie about grief. And <laughs> it, it is. 
But turns out she actually loved it. Like she she loved the movie and um she was crying during that end scene when he was saying, You don't love me, but I, I can as well. So she could resonate a lot being a mother as well. And so it it was it was really interesting to see her reaction, but um Yes, so okay, now we can get on to the ratings. So villain rating. <laughs> you're gonna be you're gonna be probably shocked with mine, but oh, for mine too. Okay. Uh, a six. A six. Um. Well, I mean, yes, but it looks pretty scary. But like, there's 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 easy ways to get rid of it. Okay. I mean, the thing about it, they got rid of it in like four days or like. Yeah. yeah. And basically, it's just yeah, some beef. So all you have to do is just basically kind of move on. <laughs> all you have to do. Yeah, no, 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 I'm just saying. It's just like, hey, okay, yep, I, I love that person. Passed away. They're now in peace. Okay, I moved on. I hope your dog dies. <laughs> let's see. Wait, let's see you move on in four days. Let's go. Nah. No, um, four days. I mean, like, it's been it's been like uh, six years. Yeah, but you got to think as well. She was she was suppressing it for a long time. Yeah. But um, yeah. So also. Uh, don't read the book. <laughs> don't read the book. Yeah. All right. So my villain rating is a ten out of ten, not because of the scariness or because of this or that, because of what it represents. Yeah. And I think it did so well at doing that because there are. If you go through the movie, you'll be able to pick up on new things every time and make new connections between grief and the Babadook. And um, I absolutely love that. There's, there's not much more I can say on that. It, they just did it perfectly. And I think because we talked about in the Blair Witch Project podcast, because I listened to that back last night, um, we actually mentioned the Babadook in that, or I did, saying that this is a movie where it doesn't need to show the monster to scare you because there were only two scenes where they showed it, which was in the, in the old lady's house and the, um, when it possessed her initially. Yeah. Um, oh, and the ending, I guess, but it, it didn't really show much of him. Yeah. Uh, so it can scare you in other ways, and I, and I and I love that about this movie. So um, yes, uh, your turn for scare rating. Um, I well, I put it as seven out of ten. So did I. That's that's interesting. Yes, I put it um, seven. Yeah, it. I mean, yes, it looks scary, but like also. Like, there was some bits where you just want to keep on under the blanket mm. because they're, like, kind of, like, kind of anxious to, like, I don't know, what's going to happen next because there's a lot of, like, quiet scenes and then, and you're, like, the door opening and you're, like, oh. Mm. And, yeah, there's a lot of scenes where, um, what's, suspense, I guess? Suspense, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, just, just waiting and then all of a sudden it just comes out of nowhere and mm. then, like, just... Like, you don't know what to expect, basically, yeah. at some points. Yeah, I quite like that. So, uh, yeah, my movie, my scare rating was a seven. Um, because, again, it does a really good job at creeping up on you and um, just kind of catching you off guard, making you feel really uncomfortable, almost like you want to turn it off because it's just, it, it gets in your spine and it's, it's very creepy. Um, and I actually have a funny story. While I was watching it, I was sitting on the, I was in the living room watching it on TV and um, I, after the scene where the Babadook's like on the roof and he crawls and possesses her and this is like eight o'clock at night, it's already dark outside. Mm. 
I see the fucking black cat, like the neighbor's cat, go on the roof like really fast. And I was like, the fucking Babadook. <laughs> I was no, like, bro. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. When I was in the bathroom, because like, the light, in my bathroom, you need to fix the light. Mm. It doesn't work. But um, like, there's like, there's a pipe mm. outside, the, because like, the glass is kind of like a kind of, I don't know, it's got patterns on it, so you can't really see clearly out the glass, and it's kind of foggy. And so, and there's like some fly, flies and like dirt on the other side of the window. And then, so I had to use my torch, like on my phone, just to like go to the toilet. Mm. And then, when I look up, it's just like, oh, okay. It's just, it's just a pipe. Mm. It's just a pipe. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's it, because the, sh- the Babadook is a very generic shadow. It seems like you can, after you see the movie, you're just seeing it everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. And also, like, you know, the like cupboard opening as well, because mm. I had, like, my cupboard opened because there was a, I had the fan on. Mm. And I was like, please. <laughs> Leave <laughs> me alone. <laughs> just like. Yeah, all right. And lastly, movie um, rating. Um, I gave it, uh, I give it an 8 out of 10. I gave it an 8.5. So go and explain your rating. Um, yeah, I thought it was quite a good movie. Like, I mean, yes, it was a strange ending, but like, overall, I think it's just like the scenes where the acting as well mm-hmm. just got really emotional and like serious and... Just like even the relationship between how the mother and son were like kind of iffy at the start, but then they um, kind of slowly got to have a better relationship towards the end. Yeah. And like where, um, yeah, just the suspense in the movie as well, and just and the scares and just um, where you just want to be, like I said before, like you want to be kept under the blanket. Yeah. And some scenes and how, like it. Yeah, it just made you, like, quite stiff. Mm. <laughs> and, yeah, it's a good movie. I quite like it. Yeah, uh, yeah to me, um, 8.5 because of just... There was just... They did the scares right. Mm. I feel like it, it was it was a genuinely scary movie. Um, the story and, obviously, the whole theme of grief, um, they did it They did it perfectly. Uh there's a, I think it comes down to a little bit of the acting from not necessarily the lead roles, but everyone else. Yeah, it's 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 meh, um, and a lot of the production. It just felt like it. The yeah, again, it only loses one point five marks for me, but um, just in little areas like that, just little nitpicky things that I watch. But overall, this movie is so fantastic, and it's. It's one of my favorite horror movies, I think. Um, but yeah, uh, I really enjoyed it. So that wraps it up. Yeah. Uh, make sure to leave some movie suggestions in the comments below for some stuff that you'd like to see us do. If you're on Spotify, head over to the YouTube just Check just to, to, to write a little bit of things. Yes. Um, we actually released a short film of our own yesterday called, um, what did I call it? <laughs> I, can't, I can't even remember what was it uh, we shouldn't have come here that was the name of the film um, we filmed that like five months ago and it was based on the Blair Witch don't judge us we were like it's, it's okay yeah it's, it was alright um, but we, ba- we based it on the Blair Witch project and it was yeah. it was a really fun movie to film um, but yeah go check that out If again if you're on Spotify go head over to the YouTube check that out 4G Flicks um, and 
yeah uh so that wraps it up as i said and again don't forget to like comment subscribe um follow us if you're new on the instagrams which are listed below and also yeah subscribe to the youtube channel and um yeah we'll see you later yeah thank, thank you for you coming for watching by and thank you for listening yeah see you later yeah. Yeah.